Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clay's Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for joining us for the program today. It's an honor to join you every Wednesday for Wednesdays with the YP. We look forward to hearing from you and receiving your questions, comments, and concerns at theyplife at gmail.com. Please send us your emails and we'll try to get those questions on the air, go through those topics and answer any of the concerns you have working with teenagers, the questions, and uh, feel free to send us any other info uh, that you think would be a blessing to other youth pastors and workers across the nation. Well, right now, as I record this broadcast, I am riding in the truck with evangelist Chris Dallas. And we are on our way back from a Passing the Mantle meeting in just outside of Memphis, Tennessee. And we just finished. We preached. Uh, Brother Dallas preached Sunday. I preached Monday. Uh, and Brother Dallas preached Monday. And we both preached on Tuesday. And uh, it was a great meeting. We enjoyed ourselves. And it just got me to thinking as I was putting together notes for the broadcast today. Uh, there's some youth conferences coming up. February, Brother Robertson has his youth conference the uh, last weekend of February. Uh, uh, the National Young Fundamentalist Conference, the preaching conference for teenagers, is the first week of March. And so a lot of meetings coming up. And it made me think about, as I take my teenagers to these meetings, and, uh, and even to just the, you know, a passing the mantle meeting, Brother Dallas is going to be in your area and, and uh, youth pastors, you know, youth workers, I encourage you, get your teenagers, take them over there, let them hear Brother Dallas and the host pastor or the guest, the guest preacher that's with Brother Dallas and be an encouragement to your young people. But a lot of times then, you know, uh, folks are saved, decisions are made, folks are at the altar, but then what happens afterwards? Now, we as youth pastors, we get to see it, but I've traveled a little bit, not as much as Brother Dallas, but a little bit, and Brother Dallas, as, as we as we drive, you know, I, I just wonder, you know, like, can you give us an, an idea of what do you desire when you leave the, the day after, what are your desires as far as the remnants of a revival meeting after you're finished and so brother dallas is going to tell us about it what he feels like uh the res the remnants of that revival should be in the hearts of our young people brother dallas yes sir brother davis thank you for the opportunity to be on the broadcast today well i guess probably one of the best definitions i've ever came across on the word revival it's a renewed relationship with the holy spirit of god and every single one of us that are saved, we understand the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of us, but because uh, of living in the world and living in the flesh, sometimes we uh, are apt to quench the Spirit, to resist the Spirit of God that lives inside of us. And I understand as I stand in pulpits all across the country that I, I'm preaching to a lot of great Christians, some that may be on the fence of whether or not serving God or whatever, but I, I guess the, the desire I have uh, as far as uh, after uh, the evangelist is gone, and we understand that as an evangelist or a guest preacher, we don't bring revival with us uh, in our suitcase, but revival comes because we do have that renewed relationship with the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's three things that come to mind very quickly uh, on the desire I have uh, to see 
uh, for the remnants of revival. And I guess number one would be uh, uh, communion with the Lord. Uh, as soon as that revival's over, I, I, I would um, I would encourage anyone, the great Christian, the new Christian, whoever it may be, to just uh, that that very next day, just uh, get in the Word of God, get on our knees in prayer, and just uh, fulfill God's desire for our life. That desire is to walk with us and talk with us along life's narrow way. Uh, uh, follow a Bible reading schedule. Uh, have a prayer list. Uh, find out what it is to die to the flesh and be led by the Spirit, and just uh, uh, just to walk with the Lord, and uh, that's His desire for us. And I sure want to fulfill God's desire for me. Uh, second of all, I, I would say fulfill that commitment as quickly as we can. Uh, whether you surrender to work in the bus ministry, get signed up immediately, get on that bus route uh, the very next time the bus runs. Uh, if, if you surrender to clean the building, just go ahead and talk to whoever uh, may be in charge of that and say, I'll, I'll vacuum the floors, I'll clean the windows, I'll do whatever. Work in the nursery, sing in the choir, uh, whatever uh, uh, that you feel like God would have you to do, and that commitment you made, I, I, I would try to fulfill that commitment as quickly as possible. And then I, I would say there needs to be a continuation. Uh, now we understand that our, our flesh at times uh, swells up with pride and after a while we think, man, we, we can do this in our own energy and our own effort. And when we get to that mindset, uh, we uh, take heed lest ye fall, the Bible says. Uh, we cannot for one second put any dependency upon the flesh. We must be completely 100% uh, dependent upon the Spirit of God. And so it's just a continuation day by day, uh, not only walking with the Lord, uh, working for the Lord, and, and just uh, continuing to worship the Lord and following the ways that we, uh, uh, that, that we had that, that revival came in the first place, day by day by day. There should never be one single 24-hour period in the Christian life uh, where where we don't walk uh, with a God that saved our souls. So those are just a few things, Brother Davis, that come to mind about my desire for the results of revival after the evangelist is gone. Well, amen. That's a blessing. And I know every youth pastor and youth worker that's listening today, you could agree with me that, that that's exactly what we want when we bring our teens to a meeting. It's more than just we want them to meet someone that we've met as far as the evangelist or the guest preacher, we want them to leave that meeting with that truth that they hear preached. We want it to draw them closer to God in communion, like Brother Dallas said. We want them to make a commitment and fulfill that commitment and then just continue that on and on. And uh, with youth, uh, with, with teenagers, you know, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. Sometimes it's a, you know, youth conference, they, you know, they, it's up and then uh, there's a couple months where it's down and then uh, camp, it's up and then a couple months where it's down and then something else, it's up. And, and sometimes it's that roller coaster. But if we can, if we can gather some of these remnants of these meetings, uh, then, uh, then it can help us to be able to prolong uh, the purpose of why we even have them in the first place. Uh, and that's to, to get them closer to the Lord, 
and to help them to serve God and do God's will for their life. So thank you, Brother Dallas. Thank you for those those truths. That's a blessing to me, but uh, uh, even more maybe to uh, to the teenagers and to the youth workers that uh, will be able to help them. So uh, listen, if you've got teens coming to a conference, going to a conference, have these things in mind and push them towards uh, when you get home, uh, making their, their commitment public, keeping their commitment, uh, getting a walk with God. Like Brother Dallas said, get them a Bible reading schedule. You know, get them something in their hand that keeps them accountable and uh, help them to have remnants of that revival in their heart. And so thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find articles, games, activities, Sunday school lessons, sermons, all free at yplife.org yplife.org and uh, it's there check it out and until next time keep serving the next generation